All right, guys, welcome back to Thinking Man Business Labs for another episode. Today, we are lucky enough to go all the way to Tampa, Florida with uh, a person I've been following on Instagram for a long time. He's got an interesting story, a very great background and a very, very successful business now. Um, his name's Chris, um, Chris Cavallini, is that, is it, that's how I pronounce it. Um, and uh, welcome to the show, Chris. How are you? Good, man. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Thanks for joining us. Um, First, I just wanted to have a bit of a chat about your, your background. You've obviously got um, an interesting background, a little bit different to probably most entrepreneurs and most successful businessmen that we've probably had on the show before. So um, it's going to be interesting for our viewers to have um, a, bit of a, a bit of a listen to your journey and how you've come to where you are. Um, give us a bit of a background about your, um, the business that you're in firstly um, and what you actually do and then how you sort of got to um, where you got to after some of, the, some of the hurdles you've had in life. Sure. Um, well, my business, I'm the CEO and founder of a company called Nutrition Solutions. We're a lifestyle and meal preparation company. Basically, we do customized meal prep for people uh, that are looking to get healthier, get in better shape, and um, just, you know, step up performance uh, across the board. Um, we do a lot more than just prepare, you know, their actual like nutrition protocol. We have uh, a team of dedicated reps that are there just to, to kind of support our clients throughout the process to coach them. Um, we have a national Academy of sports medicine certified weight loss specialist and fitness and nutrition specialist on staff to really just, uh, you know, provide that layer of accountability and, 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 and motivation for our clients to help them get where they want to be. Our clients mean everything to us. And, you know, basically our mission is to help people dominate their goals and create lifestyle transformation. So, been doing that since 2011 um, and yeah we've come a long way in that time you know for sure the company has done you know pretty well we've uh, had the privilege of being featured in all kinds of uh, you know high-end media publications Forbes Inc entrepreneur and one of the things about our company that that really stands out and uh, has uh, garnered interest is our company culture um, I didn't grow up like under the most conventional or traditional circumstances. I was arrested 17 times before uh, I yeah. turned 18. I was, uh, you know, in and out of foster homes, group homes, spent some time in, uh, you know, juvenile detention centers and, 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 and things of that nature. My mom had me very, very young. Uh, she uh, had a history of substance abuse, but had some problems with drugs. My father took off before I was even born. So I, didn't have the the the, the typical uh, structure and support system at home, and um, you know basically that just led me down that path, kind of bouncing around a bit. Didn't have a a, a father around, and you know the a lot of the times when you're in a uh, household that doesn't have stability and you don't have um, you know that 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 male influence, it can cause you uh, a lot of problems, as it did with me. I mean, um, you know, I had a lot of behavior problems, temper problems. Um, I, I had problems with my problems. I was just, I was, just a, I was a problem. <laughs> I started getting in, <laughs> yeah. I started getting in trouble and, um, you know, basically just, I was a, I was a very insecure kid. Uh, I was very angry. And, um, you know, back then I, um, used to live my life a lot differently. I did some very, very stupid things. Um, you know, but I don't regret anything. Um, honestly, I don't regret anything because it's, uh, it's kind of paved the way and helped me get to where, you know, I am today. I've, I've, undergone a significant amount of adversity throughout my life. And I'm sure we'll uh, allude to that uh, throughout the interview. 
And, you know, the things, uh, the hardships, the struggles, the, the things that I had to deal with kind of early on in life, I think uh, really served me in the, in, in the long run, obviously during the, during the, during the period it was happening, not the most pleasant of circumstances, but looking back on it, you know, I think it really uh, kind of toughened me up and, um, you know, got me acquainted and familiar with adversity from a very young age. And, you know, adversity is essentially something we're all going to face. Um, those of us who are really trying to get it, trying to make stuff happen, trying to make, uh, you know, just a, a huge impact and move our lives forward, we're going to face it early and often. And, um, you know, what I've learned throughout my journey is how you face adversity matters because you're not going to avoid it. It's a, it's part of the process. It's a mandatory part of the process and the people who, you know, succeed and win and just continue to uh, continue to evolve, continue to move forward are the ones that, you know, respect that the ones that celebrate adversity. Um, I've celebrated adversity as a core value of my company. I mean, it's something I've, uh, I've, I've learned through my trials and tribulations. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a pre, it's a precursor to growth and it, uh, it's, it's a mandatory part of the process. So the best thing you can do is take it head on, confront it with a good attitude um, and just remain optimistic and know that on the other end of that adversity is a better place. Mm, that's, that's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing story. And um, I guess you can't tell from the way I'm dressed this morning. I'm, 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 and we talked about it earlier. I'm, I'm a coach and mentor to uh, businesses as well here. And I've gone through my, um, through some of my, uh, adversity at times and it's one of those things that like you said it gives you it gives you strength and at the same time it gives you that resilience that you need to get through some of the things that you need to get through and people think that just because you're a successful businessman now they want to they want to see me as the overnight success right but they don't know the 10 years of struggles or 15 years of struggles that i had just about you they might see you in forbes now and they just think oh okay i haven't heard about this guy but now he's he's the overnight success what they haven't seen is your lifetime of the struggles and, and tribulations. How do you how do you handle that sometimes when people just pop up and say, "Oh, you're really lucky," or "This has just sort of happened overnight"? When you know what you've had to go through yeah. to get through where you're at. Yeah, so that used to bother me. Um, you know, when I started to kind of break through and and sort of begin to make things happen, I uh, used to you know, it used to bother me, it used to irritate me. I would get, um, you know, I would, I would take offense to it and, and, and yeah. things like that. But as I've evolved and, and, and kind of just learned more about human beings and why they do what they do, yeah. um, you know, it's just one of those things that comes with the territory. It, it's something that like I'm aware of that other people aren't aware. And most people, most people aren't aware they're not aware. So yeah. <laughs> people want to think that, um, you know, they want to think that, people were gifted something or like inherited something or, yeah. you know, maybe stepped on people or screwed people over to get yeah. in the position sure. that they're at today. And, and the, those who, those who think like that typically, you know, have a, um, what's called a fixed mindset and mm -hmm. it's easier for them to, to, to have that narrative and create that narrative in their own minds than to, you know, look at the individual who, you know, they're seeing accomplishing success or has something, uh, you know, that they, they, that, that they lack it's easier to kind of create that narrative that's 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 convenient to our own egos than to you know look at that and, and basically say wow like obviously they have put in a lot of work made a lot of sacrifices and um, you know maybe maybe I could 
you know, make some adjustments and change some things. And I too could have that result. People, most of the time, uh, you know, most people, they don't like seeing other people succeeding, not be because it's anything personal. It's because it kind of mirrors the fact back to them um, about the fact that they presently may not be, that they're not doing the things that are required and essential to move forward. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't bother me. I know people think like that, but I also know uh, wh wh where I've come from. I know what I've done and, um, you know, I'm proud of how far I've come. I've, I've definitely done more things throughout my lifetime. You know, I've been on this planet 37 years. I've done more things I'm not proud of than things that I am, but I am proud of the progress that I've made. And I'm very, very confident um, about the direction that, you know, will continue to go. Yeah, that's that's really great. And to anyone listening, what I want you to say, what I want to say is, and I say it a lot to my students, jealousy is sort of like a cancer. So if you do see someone successful, shake the hand and congratulate them because you really don't know yeah. what's happened and and how they've got there and 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 what they've needed to do to to get there. So you know, you'd rather have that positive vibe within your heart and within your soul to be giving somebody that congratulations and and, and letting them know um, that you're proud of them or that, that that they're doing a good job rather than going straight to that. Oh yeah, dad must have given them something. Mum must have given them something. Um, they woke up and nutrition solution was already delivering to a thousand households, and it just right. sort of happened, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. and it's the same for me. It's like you know, people. Peter woke up with twenty mentoring students just out of the blue, but they don't know that I've been doing it for thirteen years, and everybody was bagging me out when I first started as if it wasn't a real job, you know. So, <laughs> you know, it's one of those. It's one of those things that we've all got to face in different businesses, and. I just like to think that as, as we evolve as humans and anyone listening and watching this podcast evolve to the point where jealousy doesn't even come into your thing. It's like, even if they have done it the wrong way, still congratulate them and say, you know what? It's not my, it's not, it's got nothing to do with me. Just congratulations. Good on you. And, and, and move on. So if there's any lessons that we can take out of today is, is, is one, of, is one of those things is guys, just cause you know, obviously Chris has been through some um, tough times and maybe he's done some, some things that, you know, maybe we wouldn't have done or whatever, but he's come through those and, 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 and now he's done, done well. We don't have to focus on the, on, the bad, on the bad stuff. We've got to focus on the good stuff and then he's come through it. And then when we see a friend or we've got a relative that's struggling, we know that there's hope for them still. So it's, right. it's you know, and, um, it, and it's, uh, and I've seen you, I've, like I said, I've followed, been following you on, um, on Instagram and you've, you've got a big, um, a, a lot of stuff that you do with your staff. Um, I say the fitness is a big thing, obviously for you, but also you sort of involve your staff in that. Let, let us know how that sort of works when you involve your staff in, in your fitness and, and involving them in all around lifestyle choices and things like that. Is that part of your culture and something that you try to instill in them? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I alluded earlier in the interview about the fact that our culture is very unique and it's received uh, recognition on, um, on, on a global scale because we have several elements of it that's uh, that, that are pretty, you know, just out there. You don't really see them in places, but sure. personal development is really important to me. Fitness is extremely important to me. Giving back uh, and, and just helping people that, you know, need help more than, you know, I once did. Mm -hmm. That is important to me. And those are three things, you know, the, the gratitude, the fitness, and the personal development, those are three things that allowed me to go from, you know, being a drug dealer, which I was, I was a drug dealer for a lot of years. I mean, you know, eight, 
eight, nine years, I was, yeah. uh, I was uh, selling uh, illegal steroids for, I um, mean, that's what I was doing. I, I wasn't doing it on the side. I had no, uh, I had no job. That was my job. And basically I got to a point where I knew I needed to make some changes. I wanted to change my life. I wanted to change my ways. I wanted my life to look different. I wanted to feel different. I, I got to a point where I was just, just disgusted with myself and I didn't like the way that I felt when I was just all alone with my thoughts and, you know, how you feel about yourself when you're all alone. I mean, I think that's really um, as good of a metrics of success than anything. Yeah, and, so you know, I wasn't feeling very good uh, about what was going on. And I, I, I knew that uh, it was time to make some changes and, you know, things don't happen overnight. I had truly no idea what I wanted to do or what I could do. But what I did know is that I, uh, I didn't want to stay where I was. And I started to think really long and hard about what would happen if uh, I didn't make the changes that, you know, I needed to make. And, you know, that just kind of motivated me and lit a fire under my ass to start doing everything and anything in my power to become a better person, to evolve as a human. And, um, you know, those things were personal development, reading every single book that I could get my uh, hands on that were related to personal development, um, training, exercising, you know, just getting in the best shape that I could. I somewhere along the way, I, I developed an awareness about fact that the the more I worked out the the and you know when you're going through a massive life change like I was I mean doing everything I could to prime myself to feel good was uh was pretty important and it still is pretty important so um you know and then gratitude like giving back I mean I, I throughout my person through my personal development journey I, I learned that you know if you're struggling and you're not really feeling good about yourself and you know you want to basically go out of the negative state you're in, whether you're sad, whether you're depressed, anxious, angry, uh, all of these things that, you know, the, the, the key, the antidote to that was, was gratitude, was getting out there and helping someone who needs help more than you. And um, basically when I volunteered, I, I, I scouted out an opportunity online to go uh, volunteer and serve the homeless. And I walked into that situation um, and I was changed immediately. I had never, I had never felt uh, the feeling that had kind of came over me that day. As far as uh, um, you know, I, I get there, I drive there, and whatever car I was driving, probably pretty nice car. And you know, uh, there's a line around the building of the place. You know, the, these homeless women and children just waiting in line. You know, around the building just to get a meal and. Uh, that kind of hit me and you know, here I am complaining about my life and bitching about my circumstances. And then I, I, I have this experience and it just, it, it was powerful. And then, you know, once I got in there and started uh, serving, I was, you know, uh, on the, the, the line and, and serving the food, whatever, and they would come by and they were just so grateful and just thankful and just like, we're, you know, obviously not in the best position in their life, but they just seemed genuinely happy that people, gave a shit and uh the feeling of gratitude that they gave me like what i felt in return was just really powerful and it made me feel uh made me feel alive it made me feel like something that i'd never really experienced before it made me feel like this was something that i wanted to have in my life all the time and i basically committed from that point forward to figure out what i could do to feel like that all the time and and, and experience those feelings and long story short i started uh, nutrition solutions and you know throughout the years we've evolved and changed things. And, and um, in 2016, 
Uh, I had just gotten through a massive uh, crisis of a year in 2015, and I, I committed to making some significant changes and, and, and taking nothing for granted and being just so grateful for every second of every day and doing everything I could to, uh, to, to, to do my best and, and make the biggest impact in the world. And that's really when I, I kind of changed my mindset towards the business and started incorporating these unique elements into the culture to make it special. And, you know, to your point, um, you know, some of those things are like, I pay my team to exercise, like not just any exercise, um, very, very hard structured kind of like CrossFit sure. yeah, style <laughs> hit workout. Um, you know, we, we get out there uh, Wednesdays and Fridays, uh, the workouts and they're on the clock, they're getting paid to do that and do that early in the morning before the day, just kind of prime them into that, like just like get them in a beast mode and then they yeah. go from that elevated state and then go attack the day. Um, but that's a, that's a, that's an investment I make. I mean, I would be stupid not to make that investment. I mean, you know, not only does it make them more uh, physically fit, but it makes them more mentally fit. You know, yeah. those really, really hard, intense workouts where, you know, people are throwing up, people like are really, <laughs> really struggling. I mean, we're not, we're not playing any games over there. I mean, if I'm yeah. investing in that, I'm going to, I'm going to get my money's worth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but but at, at the end of it, you know, it's, it, it's also an opportunity to improve your discipline, your mental toughness, the team's camaraderie and cohesion. When you do hard things with a group, with a team, whether it's in sports, business, or the military, when you go through hard things together, it just has a funny way of kind of bringing people together and having them have more respect for one another and just kind of just like, you know, like I got your back, like no matter what, you know, like we might mess with each other, but you know, nobody else, nobody else can mess with us. And that's kind of, that's kind of the whole vibe with that and, and, and the reason behind it. And, you know, with the personal development, same thing, you know, I paid them to do personal development, whether it's bringing in speakers, sending them to seminars, um, or the hour of personal development we do every single day during uh, uh, operation hours. I mean, I want them to basically follow the, the, the same path that I did to, you know, take me from being uh, a, a drug dealer with no goals, no future, like no, no hope to, you know, where I am now, which is, you know, I'm CEO of a very fast growing company that, I mean, we're, we're, we're it in our industry, like we're it. And, uh, you know, I've obviously, you know, made some money and um, impacted some lives and, and all that. And, and I have an amazing team. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're just getting started. And I, I believe that we have just begun to scratch the surface of, um, you know, what we will ultimately one day do. Yeah, that's 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 brilliant to hear, and it's um it's great for our listeners to hear some um some some different ways in 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 the way that you're engaging teams and the way leaders today are engaging teams. Because you know uh, maybe ten years ago we would have had this interview, I would have been in a suit and a tie. You probably would have been in a suit and a tie, and it, it all would have been very formal. But we all know that you know there's a time for a place for a suit and a tie. But at the end of the day, we're we're all human, and it doesn't actually matter. Um, what we're wearing, what it, what what matters is, is 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 what's here and what's inside. And um, I think one of the one of the real important points that you touched on there that I want to explore a little bit, and a lot of our listeners probably have this feeling, um, is sometimes when you lie down back on your pillow and you've got that, that feeling and you're left with your own own thoughts, like you said, when you were when you're doing some things that you that you probably shouldn't have been doing. Uh, 
that that's always going to happen when you when you deal a bit of a, when you do a deal with the devil or you're doing something wrong you're always left with that with, with with yourself at the end of the day you might be making great money as a as a drug dealer or whatever it is that you're doing um in business that might be right or that might be right or wrong you're still left with your own thoughts at the end of the day so what sort of life um is that and to anybody out there that's that's got that feeling or you know you're doing um the wrong thing and you know you, you can't sleep well I, I i challenge you like what's life worth to you if you can't sleep or you you're watching your back every five seconds or you're doing all that sort of stuff. If that makes, if that makes sense, you know, you've been through that. It makes so, perfect sense. Yeah. So yeah, it makes perfect sense. So, so with that, with that said, I mean, obviously you've got some um, great business practices. One of the posts that I saw the other day where um, you said the business is going really well, but there were a couple of small things that you weren't really happy with. And you did a post about ownership and you took up and you said, I take all ownership and you apologize to some of your customers about some of the things that have been happening and you didn't say any specifics, but it sounded like they were really small, but it was still a really big post for me. When I watched it, I'm like, this is a guy that's, that's leading, that's leading from the top. How do you go, how do you go, go about that? Can you see, and, you, and can you see that chain reaction go through the team when you do something like that? Yeah. I, I mean, you know, the acceptance of personal responsibility is one of, the most important things that we can do for ourselves as human beings. Sadly, most people go their entire life and they never accept responsibility for their life. And as somebody who lived the overwhelming majority of his life, not taking responsibility over anything, playing the victim, having a victim mindset, thinking that, you know, my, my past, the experiences that I've uh, been through, like my mother, like just the trauma of my childhood, all these things and the fact that I'd been arrested so many times, you know, I was arrested so many times and I would tell myself this story that, well, you know, because I, I've been arrested so many times and I have this record, I'll never be able to do anything like that I could be proud of. I'll never be able to, you know, become this and I'll just always be this. And it's because of all, you know, whatever. And it's just, it's, it's just really sad. It's really sad um, that this is something that's so prevalent in society at the same time it's difficult for me to judge because I've lived that way for sure. so long. And through, um, through my studies, through, you know, my pursuit of becoming the best person I could become. I mean, just one day I just realized that like all these stories that I was telling myself, this narrative that I created to basically let myself off the hook. Um, and then this victim mentality, I realized that all the, the, the things that I were saying, I mean, they, they were lies. I was lying to myself. I mean, I was lying to anybody who would listen, but moreover, I was lying to myself. And it was a big deal because I wasn't aware that that's what I was doing for so long. And most people don't. Um, so yeah, like I, when I began to take responsibility for my life, that's when good things started to legitimately. I mean, that's when good things started to happen. And, and one of the things that was a, uh, just a, a massive, kind of testimonial of just how powerful personal responsibility is, is when I got in trouble in 2015, went through a uh, extensive legal process, um, mul multiple felony sales of controlled substance. And it was for uh, crimes that I committed three years prior, long story short, like going in, <clears throat> you know, I got, I got set up and I went and talked to my attorneys. He said, well, the you, uh, you know, they got the audio recording on this and then this other thing, they only got like some pictures and I think we can get that thrown out and like we can make a case for the audio. And I'm like, look, like, thank you. And I, I came to you because you're the best. And uh, I, I, I hired you to do your job and to do it well. I said, but I cannot go into this and 
act like I didn't do what they're accusing me of doing because like, I don't want to insult these people's intelligence. They've been doing it on me for a long time. We knew that. Um, to believe that the two or three times I've set up, the three different times that I was set up, that were the, 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 the only times that I'd ever broken the law. So I was like, look, I got to own this. I, I just, I, I've, I've made some changes, a lot of changes. I worked really hard to, to change my ways. I'd walked out of that life three years prior, completely just, just done. And I, I started the yeah. company and was in a different place. And uh, I was like, you know, I, I've really been working on myself just to better myself as a person, you know, not only with business and legitimate capacity, but as a human being, um, you know, I had, uh, different mentorships with the Wounded Warrior Project, different organizations I went and spoke to, to just work with kids who were a little off track, maybe walking the path that I like once did and just did everything I could to share my story. And then through, um, you know, my experiences and just giving them a different perspective, help, help them turn the light. These are, these are things that were very, very important to me and were like anchors in my, uh, my the, the process of me building myself and to being, becoming the person that I am today. So when, you know, we, uh, we, 2016, when I started making those changes in the company, uh, one of uh, the core values that I implemented was that of uh, extreme ownership. And extreme ownership um, is basically like personal responsibility on steroids for like the layman. It's basically taking ownership of everything recognize that everything is your responsibility and that's what leaders need to do um you know if for a leader like you own it all like everything is your fault you are responsible for everything that happens um within the scope of your organization uh team and you know anything else that could kind of um branch out you know from that and uh it's one of those things where it it, it, it is effective because in business and in life you know problems are problems are i mean that's certain like that's a certainty like not not too many things are certain in life you're going to have problems and, and yeah. again if you're if you're in business or again you're someone who uh is just working in a business but working really really hard to to advance and and, and kind of move yourself up the ladder so to speak like you're going to run into problems you're going to run into situations that are going to test your will test your mentality and basically try to fucking break you yeah. and what you do in those situations determines where you go. And if you're not taking responsibility over problems, if you know, you're blaming other people and other things and other fictitious circumstances to justify uh, a substandard performance, well, you will never get those problems solved. The first step in solving a problem is taking responsibility over it. You know, like, look, this is on me. This is a problem. Here's what I'm gonna do to fix it. Anybody involved that needs to know what's up, like you let them know what you're going to do and then you go out and fucking do it. Um, you know, like, you know, at, at, at my company, um, there, there always will because we're, we're always going to be growing. We're always going to be striving for that next level. And with growth, um, you know, it, there, it comes some degree of discomfort and, uh, you know, you know, challenges and things like that. But there are just some really stupid things that, um, that, you know, I, I obviously didn't catch, uh, in real time, which I, again, I mean, that's, that, that's on me. I, I clearly wasn't doing my job. Um, but some little things that were to affect our clients and it just, it bothered me. It really bothered me and, and mm. kind of, you know, tore me up inside a little because these are, 
not things that I feel, I feel like these, these are problems, like the level of problems that we were having three years ago. So to feel that like regression and to know that our clients and customers, like, you know, even, even if, you know, it was only a couple of them that noticed because that's the thing, you know, it was little things, but the little things are the big things. And the details are the things that I focus on more than anything. And the little details, you know, you have to master those. You have to become just a master of the universe as it pertains to little things. Because if you don't, like, you have no hope on ever doing anything with the big things. So, you know, some of these little things that I caught, like, just was, it was very disappointing. It was very disappointing. And, um, you know, there's nobody to blame but me, but I just felt it was appropriate just to go on my social and just let my hide from it. Like, this is a problem and it's like, best belief, I'm going to fucking fix it. And, you know, I, I think people appreciate that and, and respect that. Um, I definitely got an overwhelmingly positive response from that. And it actually, interestingly enough, elicited a ton of positive feedback from uh, some of the, the clients that actually follow us. So that was cool. Um, but at the same time, it, it holds me accountable. Like I put it out there and I said, what I'm going to do now, I better go do it. And I think, yeah. you know, most people shy away from accountability. Um, accountability is your friend. And, you know, uh, the more accountability you, you can have in your life, like the better your life is going to be. So mm-hmm. um, anything I can do to hold my own feet to the fire, put my own back against the wall and just, you know, force the result that I'm after, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to take advantage of that. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a big learning for um, a lot of leaders and especially people that are running their own businesses um, or are their own CEOs uh, and things like that. They need to, um, appreciate that because there's a certain level of delegation obviously and a certain level of trust which we have to which we have to have in our staff there's no there's no question about that but when uh, the proverbial shit hits the fan you've got to step up and take and take responsibility um and that's what that's what you've done sometimes uh managers and i've noticed this in the past that they do the reverse they think just because they've got this people that they delegated to that the full responsibility is on the person that they've delegated they've delegated it to um, if, yeah, that, if that makes sense and the responsibility is no longer there yeah, it's not true. no it's it's it's, it's absolutely not true and that's loser talk and loser way of thinking and i don't say that to be mean i say that like in the literal sense like losers think that way mm. like like at the end of the day like they're winners and losers right like yeah. there's no ties in the in the hierarchy of 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 of, of human of human life like winners take responsibility and like Taking responsibility is a win in and of itself. If you fail, you fall, and you know something goes completely fucking sideways, which is, is almost a certainty in life. I mean, that is your life. <laughs> um, you know, like if if you start blaming other people and other things, and and, and saying, "Well, this person," but like, dude, you have fucking lost. You have solidified like just the fact that you're a loser, and like. I know a lot of people think like that. I know a lot of people operate like that. I know a lot of people live like that, but that doesn't mean it's okay. And you've got to recognize that. I was one of those people. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm, I guess I, I feel so comfortable like speaking on this. So like, I mean, you know, directly and matter of factly, like I don't really care about hurting people's feelings. In fact, I, I hope I hurt people's feelings because when your feelings get hurt, based a statement like that, that is always an indication that whatever is being said 
is actually something deep down you know that you need to improve on an area of your life that you're lacking. People get their feelings hurt when they hear the truth and the truth is not flattering in nature. But the thing is, man, the truth, it, it might sting. It, 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 might, it, it might hurt real bad. But fuck, I mean, without it, like you do not have the opportunity to move forward. The truth may hurt, but it's the literal only thing that will set you free and basically allow you to free yourself of your own toxic negative thoughts and bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it's so true. It's the oldest saying in the book, isn't it? The truth shall set you free, but it's, 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 it's the truth, man. It, it is what it is. It is. The truth set me free. The yeah. truth set me free. When I, when I, when I was living a lie for so many years and when I finally came out, when I finally came out and basically put it out there, what I'd been doing. Okay. It was no secret. Like most people who knew me knew what I was doing, but I, I wasn't honest about it. I mean, I was, what I was doing was illegal. So I, yeah. I had this cover story and when I wanted to change my life, you know, one of the things that I, I guess, learned the importance of is uh, just owning it, owning it, owning your wins, owning your losses, owning it all. And just being honest and things that, that, that you're insecure about things that, that deep down, like really scare the, the, the hell out of you. Like you got to put it out there. You got to put it out there. And I was always so scared that people would never take me seriously. That people would look at me as like, just being like low life scum of the earth. If you know, they heard that I was a drug dealer and, and then they wouldn't understand, especially people who didn't really know me and didn't know like my personality, they'd always typecast me based off what I've done. And I got it out and I, I was terrified. I was terrified of what, was going to happen but the funny thing was like the opposite of what I guess I was worried about happening actually happened and it gave me a significant amount of respect it gave me a significant amount of um just like recognition because it's such a apparently it's such a rare thing that people feel so comfortable like putting all their bullshit out there things that don't really make them look good things that yeah. are I mean are, are, are not good but you know the fact is I was I was ready to, to, to move on. And I basically wanted to put my cards on the table, um, not to anybody in particular, but just to the universe. And I just realized that, you know, like if I try to just go through this and just try to pretend like, you know, the last 10 years of my life, I wasn't doing what I was doing, that's probably not gonna go well. And eventually I'm probably gonna have to answer to it. So I need to stay ahead of that. I need to go on offense and just put it out there. And you know what? Those who judge me and those who, who, who thought negatively, I respect that. I, I understand and, and, and I get it. Um, but, you know, the, the funny thing is, like I said, it just earned me a lot of respect. And uh, again, just it was another situation where I was able to, to witness and experience how powerful it is to take responsibility and just to own it, even when it's not good, even when it's the opposite of good. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you take responsibility, good things happen. You take responsibility and you take control of your life. If you do not take responsibility and you feel that like, you know, other people, your parents, your, the, the city you grew up in, the fact you didn't have much money growing up, you didn't go to school, like, you know, you don't have a mentor, uh, whatever. Like yeah. if you think that those are the things that are hindering you from actually like living a life that you want to live, like you're fucked. Like you yeah. ain't going nowhere. You, you, yeah. you're, you're, you're giving, power and control of your life 
to some other fucking thing. And, and, and that ain't smart because we only get one life and it goes by quick. It's so, I mean, it's so true. And to anyone, it's to, to anyone listening and it's, it's, it's not, it's not a failure. It's one of those things that there's a lot of people that have built their life on a house of cards, you know, and um, on a, on, on a couple of lies or, or what, what, whatever it might be, mate, that's going to come crashing down sooner, sooner or later. And when it comes crashing down, you're not going to be healthy. You're not going to be well. You're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to handle it well. Um, and if anyone can take any lessons here from what Chris has said, um, if you're in a bit of a lull, if you've been through some trauma, um, I've done a lot of work with domestic violence here in Australia and sat on some boards and seen some real tragic, tragic, tragic situations. And a lot of them don't have that victim mentality. A lot of them have just sort of given up rather than they've just, they've just sort of gone quiet and, and not done anything. So if anyone's watching or listening um, to Chris's story, I want you to get motivated by the fact that he, that he took ownership, that he started to do self-development. And I bet you now if I ask him the next question, which is, are you still doing self-development? His, his answer is going to be, fuck yes. I bet you he still is. He's doing it, still doing it every day. He's still going to seminars, still watching some of his mentors, still getting mentors, all that sort of stuff. So, so what are you doing now? Cause he's still, still learning, still doing stuff every day to get better. Still, what's the what's the, what's what's the story now that you have accepted everything you've moved on you've got a you've got a successful business that's growing what you don't you don't just stop now do you right no i mean now i do present day i do more personal development than i've ever done i'm um, i'm reading more i'm studying more i'm branching out more as far as different outlets and areas to uh to educate myself on to kind of further my knowledge base and skill set. I mean, at this point, I'm legitimately doing more personal development than I've ever done. Personal development is not something you did. It's something you do. Yes. And that's the, it's not like, like what same, you know, there's a lot of um, correlations between personal development and fitness. And we'll talk specifically about physical fitness. Like you couldn't expect to work out really, really hard and eat really, really well for four or five years, get in amazing shape, and then just stop doing those things and go back to eating at the drive-through and the takeout mm. and eating like shit and expect mm. to stay sharp, expect to stay fit, expect to, you know, be, have high peak levels of energy and have your performance essentially operating at optimal levels. It's something you have to do every day. And it's, that's how you get the results from it. You know, mm. reading the occasional book, that's not doing personal development. That's reading a book once yeah. in a while. Yeah. Personal development is a lifestyle. It's part of your lifestyle. And I believe it's the most important work of your life. Um, I believe that our health, number one priority and personal development is, is, is that's what basically it is. I mean, you're, you're, you're working on improving your physical and mental health. And without your health, you have nothing, like nothing. And if you're not working to develop yourself as a person, like you're going to be in the exact same fucking spot you are now. And, and, and look, like, I don't know who's listening to this, right? Like there might be someone on this planet who, for whatever reason, wants to completely stay where they're at and never have their circumstances change. The problem with that is like, biologically, that's like not how human beings are wired. Human beings are, are wired to progress, to evolve, to move forward. Happiness, which is, essentially what everybody claims to want and, and really what we're all searching for deep down at the end of the day. Happiness is a byproduct of progress. So when we make progress, when we're working towards something, whether it's a personal goal, a financial goal, a business goal, a fitness goal, 
and we're, we're, you know, making improvements, hitting little markers and stuff on our uh, path to, 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 you know, getting to that finish line. Like the best stuff happens during the process. When you hit that goal, like you quickly realize like, damn, like it feels good for a minute, but then you kind of like kind of go backwards because you're not on that chase anymore, which is why, you know, it's so important that to consistently up the bar, raise the standard and, and, and set higher goals. But the key to happiness in life is progress. Happiness is a byproduct product of neurochemistry. So like at the end of the day, we should all be striving to become better at something. And it doesn't look if, if money is not your thing, which I, I get, it's not, it's not everybody's thing. I mean, if that's not important to you, like make sure you're doing enough to where you can support yourself and support your family to where you're comfortable. But like, you know, whatever's important to you, maybe giving back and helping other people and, 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 you know, an organization that, um, is near and dear to you, whether one that helps kids or, or people uh, with, with substance abuse or individuals that, you know, have some sort of disease that someone uh, that meant a lot to you um, passed away from, like, you know, figure out a way to, to just to do that at a higher level to, to, to just to be better at that, to get more proficient at living your life. Because at the end of the day, like I said, we only got one of these things, man, we get yeah. one life. And we got we to gotta make the best of it. And the, the way we do that is just by doing our best with everything that we do and understanding that like time is, it's, it's finite. It's mm-hmm. finite. And the better we do, like the better we feel and the better we feel, the better reality that we create for ourselves. So we want to do as much as possible to make ourselves feel good, make our yeah. body feel good, to make our mind feel good. And when we feel good uh, in our minds, we essentially create uh, a positive uh, situation in our reality. Um, but if, if we don't, then it's the opposite. If you don't feel good inside because you're eating like shit, you're not exercising, you know, you're not being kind, like you're just disgruntled and you're not making any progress in your life because, you know, you prefer to watch five to six hours of Netflix uh, every yeah. single evening, like you deserve to feel like shit, like happiness and <laughs> like happiness and feeling good about ourselves, man. I, like, I wish I could sit here and say like, you know, like, yeah, like it, you're, you're entitled to that. And it's just not true. Like mm-hmm. it absolutely has to be earned. There's nobody out there who's truly happy, who's truly fulfilled, who, who's out there living an amazing life, who isn't doing a lot to facilitate that outcome. Like, you don't just get up and feel good about yourself for no reason. You have to do something and, 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 and do something consistently to earn that right, to earn that, that, that peak positive mental state. Um, and, and, and yeah, like a lot of people miss the boat on that. Like they're nice. wondering why they feel like shit all the time, but they're not taking the action, the simple action that is in their own best interest to make it happen. I mean, right. exercise, eating good, meditation, breath work, like all these things. I mean, th- there's a reason like you hear about it as being as important as it is. And the fact is like, if more people just kind of took advantage of like all the, the, the knowledge it's out there, man, it's out yeah. there. Yeah. People yeah. are doing it. Yeah, people are doing it. it yeah. you know? yeah. um, and again, this is just for people who want to be better, right? I, yeah. I'm not judging if someone is like, if they're doing good and then they found a protocol that works for them. And like, you know, it's about progress, not perfection. Sure. Um, my message is more for the people who aren't where they want to be mm. and are complaining about it, yet they're not taking any level of action to, uh, 
to, to do something to the contrary of, of, of what they're currently doing. But it's so true. I think the way you, you said you've got to continually move stuff, like you said, you get to a certain point and you're like, okay, what, what now? It's the same thing for professional, professional athletes. How many times do we see them either commit suicide or go into depression after their career is finished because their level of peak performance or working for something every day stops once they retire or whatever. And then they've, they've got to find something else to be passionate about and they struggle to Very do that. Hard. So yeah. it must be, it must be really, it must be really tough. And I'm sure you, you've known a lot of um, sports stars athletes, that have probably gone yeah. through or athletes that have gone through, oh, yeah. that have gone through this and maybe they've, they've talked to you about it. So it's a, it's a very I'm, difficult transition um, it is. to do. I mean, trans, transitioning in life is, is hard period. You know, when I transitioned out of the military, it like, you know, I joined the military after high school was given an ultimatum, go to jail for seven months or join the military. I joined the military, spent five years uh, in the Navy. I was a Navy diver in just an amazing elite community working with um, just some very squared away, highly trained individuals. I was a young kid. They took me under their wing, helped me become a just better human being, a better man. I was a boy, a little boy, and they helped, you know, they helped develop me into a man and uh, taught me the importance of discipline, the structure, yeah. taking pride in the details, attention to detail, you know, the, the, the importance of honor, courage, and commitment, and uh, did a lot of good things for me. And, you know, I was in for five years, and then I got out, and I lost that structure. I lost just everything that I had just developed the last five years, and I was on my own again. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I went off the, I went off the track, I went, I went like completely off the path massively. Right. And yeah. it's interesting, you know, how quickly you can lose it all. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Purpose yeah. is important. We need to find our purpose. We need to have that thing that we work toward to just to know that like, look, this is why I was put on this planet and that could come in so many ways, but nobody can tell you what that is. Like, you know, your purpose is that's something that you have to figure out. And it's hard. Like, it's not an easy thing where, you know, you hear this, if you, if you, this, is something that you struggle with. You know, you don't hear something like this and all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do this. Like it requires yeah. thought, it requires energy, it requires focus, and it requires patience. Like you have to understand that if you're not where you wanna be, like I was, I mean, saying I wasn't where I wanna be is an understatement. I mean, I hated my life. I was disgusted with my life. Um, you know, and, and and although like I've I've made some Obviously, I mean, a 180 degree turn currently from where I was, um, you know, it's, it, I'm 37 now. Like I started like with the personal development, like when I was 27, like I probably cracked my first book at that yeah. point. And uh, it's taken a long time to get to this point. It's been filled with adversity. There's been a lot of struggles, there's been a lot of setbacks. Things didn't go as planned, probably more than they did go as planned, Um but looking back, the time has flown, the, the things that I've learned, the relationships I've developed, the person I've become in the process, like I realize that all those lessons and those experiences, they happen for a reason. So you got to really learn to, to respect the process. And when they say, you know, you got to fall in love with the process, basically what that means is just developing an understanding and awareness that like the process is where the magic happens. You don't have to fall you don't fall in love with you know being a multi-millionaire if that's something you want to do right you have to fall in love with like the discipline the structure the schedule the levels of organization that a multi-millionaire would deploy in his or her life so you fall in love with the things that you need to do 
to become the person that you want to be. And that's, that's what it means by learning to love the process. Yeah, sure. And talking about loving the process, what about, what about the business now itself? How's that? It's, it's gone from strength to strength. COVID sort of, COVID sort of happened. How are you guys going in relation to the business, the business itself? Is it, is it growing? Amazing. Are you happy with where it's at? I mean, happy, I guess. I mean, I don't know what you mean by that. Like, <laughs> like it's okay. Like, I mean, we're, we grew our business during the pandemic. I mean, right. I, I saw, I kind of anticipated when I started to see what was kind of happening in the world in, in the, the end of February, I, I had an idea that things were going to get pretty messy for a little while. And uh, I also saw opportunity there. I, I knew that if, you know, we stayed on offense and um, you know, we did the right thing and, and, and basically made some changes as far as our marketing is concerned and our message to just let people know, like, like you have options and this, whole pandemic one of the things that one of the positive things to come out of it was people finally for the first time perhaps ever having to really focus on health and just having health and what it means to be healthy and 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 what are the potential consequences if you're not healthy people had to come to terms with that and really start thinking about like wow okay this is a real thing this COVID, this is like a warning shot and like, you know, the, the, the whole thing, like, obviously, I don't know what your opinion is. I don't really care to get into that, but yeah. clearly it's been blown massively out of fucking proportion. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there are still some things that have come out that have just shown like, you know, people who are immunocompromised and that's just not something like happens. People don't just get immunocompromised because they're just living their most healthy life and they're poor, you know, unfortunate. No, it's like they live, they've have some sort of disease that you know 70 plus percent of disease is actually preventable 70 percent of people who get disease get disease because of their lifestyle habits so like these are the things i think that uh kind of people started to have to think about and really you know one of the the, the thing that that impacts our immune system more than any other variable is nutrition i mean what you eat determines so much and 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 you know one of those things is people understanding that being healthy th that doesn't mean like just because you're not sick like if you're not sick right now that doesn't mean you're or haven't come been diagnosed with disease doesn't mean you're healthy yeah like, exactly it's, right. a, it's a little more complicated than that but that's what yeah. a lot of people kind of thought and now we're realizing that you know like there are some severe consequences down the line you know if we're not taking care of ourselves as far as, uh, you know, cancer, diabetes, all these things, like just feeling like shit all the time, right? Like lack mm. of confidence, depression, all these things. But also now we're seeing that, you know, there are some things that could kind of sneak up on us should a, a virus or, or something along those lines kind of pop up again. And sure. if you're someone who's significantly overweight, not eating good, like very, you know, doesn't live an active lifestyle and doing things to strengthen your immunity, like, you're going to be, it's one of those things like, um, like only the strong survive type thing. Like you're going to be one of the weak ones at the, at the, at the bottom of the food chain that succumbs to this thing. So we just have to realize that our life is our responsibility and, you know, we are free to do what we want, take our life any direction that we want to take it to. But the fact is our lives are best lived being in a state of just good health right? Gratitude and just setting our just actions up in such a way where like the end result is us being able to, to look, feel and function at our absolute best. And 
the exercise, the foods that we put in our body, there's nothing that's that, that, that impacts, um, you know, those things, uh, more so than anything else. So we just have to recognize that and understand that, uh, the better we take care of ourselves, the better we take care of our health, the better our health and our immune systems, et cetera, are going to be able to take care of us when those worst case scenarios pop up and, uh, you know, we really need them to. Yeah. All right, guys, that's fantastic information there about how we can be compromised by some of the nutrition and some of the, the food that, we, that, that we eat. And it's really easy now, obviously in, in a pandemic, especially Australia's got some of the worst lockdown laws in, in the world at the moment. And um, it's very easy to just um, get, get Uber eats and all that sort of stuff. And, 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 and well, if and you're going to do that, Hey, look, if you're going to do that, that's cool. Just make sure like you're getting something that's let be health conscious. You can order out, you can, but I mean, you know, if you're ordering pizza and, and, and burgers from the fast food establishment, that's yeah. not going to you know, help you out. Like you just have to be mindful about what you're eating. And most people know what it means to eat healthy. They just yeah. don't have like the skills, the knowledge or the, the, you know, desire to like put in that work and, and like, you know, go and, and, and uh, shop and then prep and weigh your food and yeah, all that sure. stuff. Yeah. But like you don't have to worry about calculating every macro. People have an objective understanding of what's good. Like, right. Like a lot of vegetables, lean cuts of protein, like drink lots of water. Yeah. Start with that. I mean, if, if you're on the couch now doing, you know, Uber eats, like anything is better than what you're doing. So just to the best of your ability, use good uh, judgment and just learn as you go. The problem is people overwhelm themselves with this thought and this idea that, they have to be like a nutritionist or have a nutritionist write them a, a, a diet plan in order to eat good. Mm. And it's like, just, it's, that's just not true. Oh, let's talk when I'm talking to people. It's like, they always want to go from here to here. It's like, yeah, how about first, first go from here to, let's just first go from here to here and then mm. see how you go. And then go from there and then go from and, yeah. and then, and then it, it works better that way because the obstacle from there, there to there, you're going to last two days or a day. <laughs> You know, fact. <laughs> so, um, look, Chris, it's been awesome. It's been awesome having you on. Thanks. I, I really appreciate. Um, I really appreciate your time. A couple more. I appreciate questions. your. I appreciate your follow up. Uh, no, no, that's all good, man. I'm a bit. I'm a bit of a dog with a bone sometimes when I do want to talk to someone. I. I love it. I, oh, I love it. I appreciate yeah. that so much, man. That 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 you definitely earned my respect because you saw what you wanted and you made it happen and. Uh, I really, really uh, just wanted to point that out, man. That was yeah, no, 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 no worries. I've got a couple more questions. So, what's nutrition solutions? Yep. What's the what's the next steps for you? What's the what's the what's the big dream? What's the what's the what's the big goal there? Or yeah, the, the the goal is to just keep doing what we're doing, but just do it at a higher level. Lives to 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 help more people get healthier, to be better, and and what I mean by that is both the the, the customers that we have the privilege of serving and um, you know, taking care of, and the team. The team that comes to Nutrition Solutions, uh, the team that works at the company, I mean, my objective with every single one of them is to help them develop and help them reach their maximum potential and to uh, basically have them come in the door and uh, you know, just continuously raise the bar and become just more evolved human beings. And I wanna keep doing what we're doing. I just would like to do it a little more efficiently and I would like to do it um, you know, at a higher level. And it's just like anything, you put one foot in front of the other and uh, you, know, you have the goal in mind and you just step up to the plate, you swing and sometimes you connect, sometimes you strike yeah. out, but what matters is you keep showing up for more. That's it. 
Good on you. Well, sometimes you get hit. You get hit in the head with the ball too. Yeah. That happens. So <laughs> we've all. It's all. It's happened. It's happened to all of us. It's it's how we react to it. So, how do you do? You guys, do you guys work with ambassadors? Because I've seen you've obviously got a lot of a lot of friends, a lot of sports friends, and 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 elite athletes. Some in the some in the wrestling world, which I've noticed that yeah. you've got as well. Are they are they are they ambassadors or are they more like friends friends to you now? So that, so, so everybody that you're referring to are actually just friends of mine that are customers and most yeah. of them there, there there's a couple of them that don't pay yeah. and the reason they don't pay is because they have got us so much they have brought in so much business for us that i just yeah. didn't responsibly and that was like an argument in itself like getting them to like yeah, agree not to pay. but uh you know we're pretty selective about how we do it like yeah. people who are ambassadors for our company or represent our company most of them that you see are just people who just love our culture and love like like being part of it and uh represent us you know in the right way so um that's kind of how it works like the best is is to have people who actually believe in what you're doing actually use the product and can intelligently speak on you know what the hell's going on because people resonate people know like who's bullshitting and who's not and authenticity is important to me transparency is important to me and i have no interest in paying somebody to, to 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 talk about our company, which I know is good. I mean, I know we're yeah. good. I mean, yeah. we work really, really fucking hard to be good. I, I don't want to pay somebody to talk about how we're good, but in an unauthentic way because they really have no objective understanding. So um, we do have some, and, and the ones that we have are like people that have been with us a while, supported us for a while, and that we decided were worth, uh, you know, investing in as far as giving them sponsorships, whether, you know, some of them, depending on where they're at in the level of life some you know get uh, salary and we can uh, uh, salary and commissions and uh, we take care of their uh, their their actual uh, nutrition programs and others you know that are just kind of starting out and have a like lower level of influence right now um, they get you know their 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 nutrition programs provided for them and they'll get they'll get commissions so yeah it works out good it works out good for everybody and you know the fact is like we don't want to ever feel like people we don't want anybody to ever feel stressed about like representing our brand. We want everybody okay, to, to, I don't have contracts with any of these people. It's yeah. one of those things. If you want to be here, like, like we're here and let, let's go. Um, but yeah. if at any point in time, it no longer works, like no hard feelings. Like, you know, when you're talking about nutrition solutions, you're talking about like family and uh, yeah. that's just kind of how we ride. Yeah, that's awesome. And how does it how does it feel now? Like after the stuff that you you've been through, like you said, the journey that you've been through, where you didn't feel good about yourself or, or respected or like anybody, and now you've got people that are gravitating to you, the positivity. So it's obviously that change that you talked about earlier, where it's like you're giving off that positive energy and that positive vibe, and now that's being that's coming back to you. That's coming back to you in the format of mm. some elite athletes. And, you know, people might not look at WWE stars as elite athletes, but they're bloody elite athletes. When you look at some of the stuff that some of the guys like Braden Stereo and Jinder Mahal, they're peak, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. I and mean, we've had Rob, Rob Gronkowski uh, was with us for a while. So we've right. had, you know, the, the ones that you're referring to are probably just like my homies that yeah. like me might like see me in photos with and stuff. Yeah. But we have uh, two of the, um, two of the, the the best fitness influencers in the world the, the biggest fitness celebrities international fitness celebrities yeah, right. are with our company and yeah. uh feel, but to answer your question it feels good i mean it feels amazing to know that like i mean there's there's people that, that i've met through the company that 
I used to look up to as a kid and used to watch as a kid and used to think were like, you know, a superhero as a kid. And now yeah, like, sure. these, are my, these are my friends. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it feels good. Like it, every time I do think about that, it's, uh, it's, it's always kind of nostalgic and, um, yeah. you know, I never, I will never forget where I came from. Uh, it, it, where I came from looks a hell of a lot different than, you know, where I'm at now. But I think it's, it's, it's important for me every once in a while to kind of reel it back in and just do a self-assessment. You know, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm pretty hard on myself. I feel, mm. you know, I feel like I should be a lot further ahead of where I am now. I've made some, 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 I mean, a lot of mistakes. I've, I've fucking fell short, you know, on so many times it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And there are things that I just looking back on, you know, um, I felt like I was in a position to maybe have a better outcome materialize. But at the end of the day, like, when I focus on the things that matter, which is like the progress, mm-hmm. you know, and that's when you really kind of get an objective understanding of where you're at. Cause it comes, it, it gets very easy. It's a very easy to kind of look at the things that you're lacking, the things that you don't have, the things that haven't gone well or haven't mm-hmm. gone right. Or, you know, the fact that where you're at, but where you really want to be like, it's easy. And, and it's actually, uh, that is in our nature to think like that our brains are designed to have that type of uh you know thought pattern which is why the personal development is so important because it teaches you how to think different it teaches you how to think like the way that you're supposed to think if you want to like just dominate in life mm-hmm. teach you to think like a winner and you know when i do that self-reflecting it uh makes me realize that you know although i'm nowhere close to where i want to be and where i know i one day will be um the progress is there and uh you know there's uh there's 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 some good that comes out of that because when you are able to see that you get that validation that you're on the right path you get that validation that the things that you're doing are actually fucking working and that you also get the validation that you need to do a better job of realigning and controlling your focus and and focusing on not what you don't have and like you know not being where you want to be looking at what you do have being very grateful and appreciative of that acknowledging things that you know you don't have and then recognizing that certainly but you also have to you know realize that like things take time and mm. the more the better state of mind and the state of being that you can be in um, as far as keeping a healthy positive mindset and not succumbing to negativity which so many people fucking do um the the quicker you're going to get from where you're at to where you want to be. Cause you know, when you're negative and shitty and you yeah. know, like nothing good comes from that state of being. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like no, no one's perfect. I'm sure you still have your shit. You still have your shit days, but you persevere yeah. through and you, and, and, and if I can leave it, leave anyone with this tip as we, as we sort of end this podcast, what do you do on those days? Cause you still have, you still have those shitty days. You still have those days where you wake up and you feel completely fucked or, or not, not in the zone or whatever, whatever it might, whatever it might be, or you might, you might slip up, not slip up, but you might have a night out with the, with the boys and, and, hmm. and you don't feel great the next day. It's just, it's normal, right? You're still going to have nights out where you want to have a good time. And, um, and, and yeah. for just not just that, like that, that's, that happens. But look, the fact is, you're going to get up for any number of reasons on any given day for any given reason and not, not be feeling it Mm -hmm. right. Not, not be feeling like getting up early going and, you know, doing that really hard work that you need to do 
that day to, to, to get you where you want to be. But what I've learned through my journey and the, the, the process that, you know, I've, I've experienced this point is you got to go anyway. Yeah. You absolutely have to go anyway. And you have to realize that your feelings don't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter how you feel. The fact that you're not feeling like doing it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. And I think people don't get that part right. They think that because they, they're not feeling it, that that means that they should just stay in bed or that means they should like put it off till another day and, and all these things. And it's not true. Like the difference between the pro and the amateur is the pro acts in spite of his feelings. The pro makes a plan and executes the plan and gets the result. Yeah. The amateur, you know, they, 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 they look at what needs to be done and depending on, you know, how hard they make a decision on what they do and how they do it, depending on how difficult it's going to be, right? Like the, 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 the level of comfort or discomfort that they're going to experience. And, you know, people have to really learn to lean into discomfort because yeah. the more you can proactively voluntarily put yourself in very uncomfortable scenarios, whether it's doing the intense workouts that we alluded to um, earlier that uh, we, we put our team through, or just you know doing long uh, 20, 25 minutes in the sauna at 180 degrees, ice baths, taking a cold shower first thing in the morning, right? That's you know something people could do. That's very very easy. Like all of these opportunities to proactively seek out discomfort, just basically condition our physiology and our and, and our brains to get a better understanding of like these stressful feelings and it conditions our system to, to kind of have that almost like a muscle memory, so to speak, to where, you know, when life hits you with that shit and you experience that stress and that emotions and that, and then you, you face that fucking adversity, like, you know what to do. Like, you don't, yeah. you don't shell up, you don't go running, you don't act like a bitch. Like yeah. you understand like what's happening because you've been through it before and you push through and you get the fucking result. Like you got to go anyway. That's the difference yeah. between winners and losers is like winners just get up and do the shit that they're supposed to do regardless of how they're feeling. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Mate. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Um, sorry. Like I said, sorry for annoying you so many times. Glad that uh, you did. Yeah. Um, so um, guys, thank uh, Chris um, for the interview and um, I'll have all these Instagram and all that sort of stuff at the bottom of the, of the YouTube and all that sort of stuff. So if you did want to get in, get in touch and we look forward to seeing nutrition solutions in Australia one day. Um, you just never know. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> all right. I, I, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me on. All right, man. Thanks very much. We appreciate it.